Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. On a Friday, we've got international trade followed by guns and then bad air in China. Oh yeah, and there's a storm in New York too. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. Balance your life with dollar signs. Tune into Marketplace Money this weekend for a look at the issues affecting your wallet. Whether it's investing, renting an apartment, or sending your kid off to college, we'll help you navigate. From the Frank Stanton Studios in Los Angeles, I'm Kai Rizdahl. This is the Marketplace Podcast for Friday, the 8th of February. Good as always to have you with us. And we learned this morning that the trade gap... That is, the difference between what we sell overseas and what we buy from abroad unexpectedly got smaller last quarter. Two main reasons, it seems. One, higher exports, which does kind of stand to reason. Also, lower oil imports, the lowest amount in a decade in point of fact. That kind of dip is usually bad news for an economy. Less oil used means we're working less, we're driving less, we're making less stuff. You get my drift. But that is not the whole story this time around. From the Marketplace Sustainability Desk, Eve Tro gets us going. It's good news that oil imports are falling because it narrows the trade gap. The U.S. is spending less money on foreign crude oil, and other countries are actually buying refined oil from here. But funny thing is, they're not buying our oil from us. Amy Myers-Jaffe at UC Davis explains. So we are basically importing crude oil from other countries, refining it, using what we need And then of the refinery output that we do not need, we're exporting that for a profit. A Gulf Coast refinery might spin Venezuelan crude into diesel fuel and send it to Mexico. In the giant pool of oil and gas, it's hard to keep track, exactly. The refineries make money on this, but it doesn't lower gas prices here. So why send refined fuel away? Because we have no pipelines or not enough pipelines to the East Coast from the Gulf Coast to move that extra product. John Hoffmeister is a former oil executive now running the nonprofit Citizens for Affordable Energy. He says U.S. laws and infrastructure don't allow fuel to flow freely around the country. And even though we are getting more oil out of the ground, from the North Dakota shale, for example... It comes nowhere near eradicating the continued import of crude oil to just feed our gas tanks every day. He says when the economy is strong, the U.S. needs about 20 million barrels of oil a day. Current U.S. oil production covers about a third of that. I'm Eve Tro for Marketplace. The Chicago Auto Show opens its doors to the public tomorrow, and one of the hot trends sounds more appropriate for a truck show, point of fact. Diesel engines are the new, new thing. They're fuel efficient, always a bonus for cash-conscious drivers. They could help automakers meet new fuel economy requirements, and they're not smelly and dirty anymore either. Marketplace's Stacey Vanek-Smith takes a look at the draw of diesel. Chevrolet, Mazda, and Mercedes are introducing new diesel car models this year, hoping to match the success Volkswagen's had. One out of every five cars VW sold in the U.S. last year was a diesel. It's a huge boom for diesels right now. Luann Hammond heads drivingthenation.com. I'm at the Chicago Auto Show, and they just brought out the Chevy Cruze diesel. Chevy has not had a diesel sedan in probably 30 years. Why are they back? Christopher Knittel teaches energy economics at MIT. He says diesel engines get 20 to 40 percent more miles per gallon than gasoline cars. That appeals to both car makers and consumers. From the consumer's perspective, the, the big draw of diesel is the fuel efficiency. In times of high gas prices, that becomes more and more important. 
Diesel is often more expensive than gas, and diesel cars cost a little extra. But Knittel says the fuel savings usually offsets that. But diesel cars are still a tiny fraction of the U.S. market. And they have some real obstacles to overcome, says auto analyst Stephen Shork. We can all remember back to the 1970s and those old diesel Mercedes chugging down I-95 like a panzer tank. So really, diesel fuel has bad market memory. Not to mention the trail of black exhaust. New diesel technology has cut those emissions. And MIT's Knittle says once you take fuel efficiency into account, diesel cars are slightly cleaner than regular models. In New York, I'm Stacey Vanek-Smith for Marketplace. I wonder if that actually was a Panzer tank. I don't know. On Wall Street today, up at the open, up at the close, we'll call that a win. And we'll have the details when we do the numbers. 